Hello everyone, welcome to Writing Quest. My name is Brendan Pugh, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to make your inciting incident matter. Huzzah! So before we get into the five tips I have for you today, let's talk about what the inciting incident is. We've talked about this before, but just to give it a quick recap, we will go over it. So the inciting incident is essentially the moment of the story where the hero gets kind of kicked into the action. So they can't really sit on the sidelines anymore, and it kind of takes them from where they were and it plops them right down into the plot. The best way to do this, of course, is through internal conflict and external conflict and how those two things clash, as it always is. Um, but that's basically all the inciting incident is. So you have the hook, which kind of sets up your story and opens things up. And then that leads into the inciting incident, which then tells, kind of pushes the character into the story. And they don't know it yet, but they can't turn back. Here are five tips on how to make your inciting incident matter. Number one, it must push the character into the story in a way that they can't turn back. So like we were just saying in the intro, it has to grab the character and put them into the story and it it has to matter. So one of the ways you can know that the inciting incident didn't really do its job very well is that you can replace the main character with any other character. If your main character can be replaced by any side character, then it hasn't they haven't been pushed into the story in a way that they can't that they're essential to the story. So that's probably the biggest part of the inciting incident is making sure that your main character is essential to the story and that they can't actually turn back from the events that are beginning to unfold. Number two, you must continue to prey on the main character's internal conflict. So the inciting incident basically has to be an external event that preys upon and destroys their internal conflict. So they're going to have this moment thing inside them that they struggle with, that they go back and forth on, that they don't know about. And the inciting incident is an external pressure on that internal conflict that's how you that's the main way that you actually make the character matter to it but it what it does in reverse is it actually makes everything that's happening in the story matter to the character and that's very important because if it matters to the character it matters to you and so it's really important i think with one of the most important things is that you nail this part of the whole process because as long as that matters to the character, it will matter to the reader. And that is what kind of ties the whole thing together. The reason to me that the internal conflict is so important at this point is that, you know, we want to see people who struggle with the same types of things that we struggle with, but they can eventually transcend their problems and they can become the hero. That's what inspires us to become heroes in our own lives. It inspires me, of course, to do the best that I can, is that, you know, seeing these characters rise to the the level of being a hero that I aspire to be. And so that's something that, you know, that's that's why that internal conflict matters is because even though they have that internal conflict, it's maybe a stumbling block for them at the beginning, but eventually they learn to overcome those things and become the hero they were meant to be. Number three, it must raise the stakes for them both emotionally and physically. A lot of times this happens 
as it relates to friends and family. So it doesn't necessarily happen to them, but it happens to someone they know, which is really important. So it could happen to them. It, you know, that, that's a big thing too. It could happen to them, but a lot of times it happens to someone else or someone around them, which, you know, in a, the case of my story that we're writing, um, Ro, her big internal conflict is that she wants to live up to the expectations of what she believes her father was. The, that she has this image of her father in her mind that he was this epic hero, great man. And so she has this thing inside her that she wants to be like him and to do that though you know if if anyone gets hurt under her charge that would be a serious blow to you know what she aspires to be and so the so where the kind of hypothetical way you do this is through you know taking the external and clashing with the internal the actual way that you write it is by putting someone in danger or putting them physically or mentally or emotionally in danger in a way that relates to their internal conflict. Number four, it must force them to be different even though they don't want to. So this is the part that makes it that, again, it goes back to that internal-external. The inciting incident is going to have to force them to start becoming a different person, but they don't want to become that right now. And so we're just kind of watching this unfold. And that's where when you get way further down the line in a different story, you get to the aha moment. And the aha moment is when they start to finally accept all of the changes that are coming their way. So the inciting incident is the beginning of that. It's it's the beginning of pushing them into a story that's going to force them to change. And they don't want to accept it. They don't want to be a part of it eventually leading them through the whole story, taking them to the aha moment where they accept all of the changes that are happening in their life and all of the changes that are going to force them to become the hero that we want them to be. Number five, it alters their beliefs about what they believe to be true about their world. This is kind of the back half. So you have the front half, which is the internal conflict and the external conflict. Then you have the middle part, which is putting people in danger or them in danger or emotionally in danger that preys upon that internal conflict. And then, of course, this is kind of the aftermath in a sense where their belief's going to start to change. So it's kind of related to the last one where they're going to become a different person, but this alters what they believe about their world. So they believe that this person is a good person changes that now this person's a bad person and it's hard for them to accept it that kind of a thing so this is probably the most fundamental part of getting them to that aha moment where they finally accept changes coming to them it's just that moment where they start to question everything they question everything about everything they've ever known where the hook was that you're foreshadowing these bad things but they still believe that they're in control and they still believe that everything is fine the inciting incident is where all that gets taken away and they no longer believe things are fine and they don't even know what to believe because everything that they have believed before is now in question. So those are my five tips on making your inciting incident matter. I hope that you learned something from this video. Please like, comment, share, subscribe. Let's keep the conversation going and we will see you next time on Writing Quest. Huzzah! Huzzah!